The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me on this Friday. Today's topic, it's all about the eyes. That's right, treatment toxicity, age-linked eye complications, NSLE study finds. So you know what I want you to do all the way from the U.S. to Saudi Arabia. That's right. Go grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and to those who are listening late at night, you know I appreciate you. So grab your favorite glass of wine and come on and join the conversation right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. Ophthalmology Associates, PC, Drs. Berman and Dr. Zuckerbrod, treating diseases of the eye and eye surgery. You can reach them at 313-341-3450.
It's all about the eyes, your beautiful eyes, treatment toxicity, age link to eye complications, NSLE study finds. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to be referring a term HCQ which stands for hydroxychloroquine, okay? So if you hear me state HCQ, you know I'm talking about hydroxychloroquine. Now, while people with SLE are experiencing fewer eye complications directly linked to the disease, treatment-induced eye toxicity, and age-related eye complications are becoming more frequent. A single center study shows about one-third of SLE patients develop eye problems, the most frequent of which are dry eyes and retinal damage. Hydroxychloroquine, HCQ therapy, sold as Plaquenil, among other names, has helped control the disease, so a decline in SLE-related eye complications would be expected. Over the last few years, we have been entering a new era in the treatment of SLE. The researchers state, now researchers in the ophthalmology department at a Portugal hospital assessed the rate of eye problems in a group of SLE patients and compared it to existing literature. They evaluated 161 patients, 145 women and 16 men with a mean age of 45, 47, excuse me, 0.6 and mean disease duration of 11.5 years. Now, eye exams reveal that 66 patients, which is 41%, had at least one sign of eye disease. When researchers considered only manifestations directly related to diseases such as dry eye syndrome, cataracts, glaucoma, lupus retinopathy, and inflammation of the eye, or to HCQ toxicity. The number of patients with eye complications dropped to 50, which is 31.1%, a proportion that is in line with previous studies they stated. The most frequent eye issues were dry eye syndrome at 12.4%, cataract or previous cataract surgery, 11.2%, 
and HCQ-related retinopathy, also 11.2%. Now, most patients, which is 80.7%, were being treated with HCQ at the time of the study. 27 had discontinued the treatment, and 4 had never received HCQ. 18 patients had signs of macular toxicity related to HCQ. The macula is at the center of the retina and is responsible for detailed central and color vision. Treatment toxicity can damage rods and cones, two cell types in the macula. Only a patient with bull's eye maculopathy, a form of macular toxicity, complained of reduced visual acuity. Those with macular toxicity were significantly older, mean age of 54.9 years, than patients without the complications, cumulative dose of HCQ and treatment duration were both higher among patients with macular toxicity compared with those unaffected by 14.7 years compared with 6.9 years. Stay with me. And when we return, we'll discuss it further. The Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation for Chronic Illness Awareness. See one, reach one, educate one to empower the masses, giving hope and empowering those who suffer from chronic illness. You can reach the foundation at 313-303-9217 or visit their website at https semicolon forward slash forward slash cemphfoundation.com this is a 501c3 organization no one should live in lack If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus.
Did you know that the majority of lupus patients lack eye exams around the start of hydroxychloroquine? Well, if you didn't know that, take a listen to this. Only one-third of lupus patients on Medicaid had a baseline retinal exam before initiating treatment with hydroxychloroquine. In an analysis of a claims database, despite the exam being recommended as the standard in multi, well, not multi, multiple clinical guidelines, HCQ is known to cause retinal damage in some patients, binding to and accumulating in the retinal pigment. If undetected, patients may gradually lose central vision. There is a particular risk for HCQ-induced retinal damage in patients on higher doses of HCQ exposure over five years or retinohepatic or retinal disease. Now that's what researchers say. And that's why it is so very important for us to have regular eye examinations if you are on HCQ for your lupus. Now, HCQ treatment was discontinued in all patients with macular toxicity. In general, withdrawal of HCQ did not give rise to enhanced disease activity. Yet, in two cases, an immune um, suppressant commonly used in autoimmune diseases was increased to lower disease activity. Overall, there has been a paradigm shift in ocular involvement in SLE patients. They observed a significant reduction in ophthalmic complications directly related to systemic disease activity, particularly lupus retinopathy. On the other hand, there has been an increase in drug and age-related ocular complications such as HCQ, maculopathy, cataracts, and glaucoma. Now, these results highlight the importance of regular ophthalmic screening, even in asymptomatic and systemically controlled SLE patients. So you see, it is important.
important. Now, as for myself, I was on HCQ for a long time until about four or five years ago, the rheumatologist took me off stating that hydroxychloroquine, better known as Plaquenil, better known as HCQ, was doing more damage than good to my body. Now, I go regularly for eye exams because the HCQ caused glaucoma. Now, no one in my family has got glaucoma or cataracts. And the doctor also stated that I am going slightly blind in my left eye. So listen up, people. I'm going to talk to you like you're my um, sister or brother. Get your eyes checked regularly. I'm serious. Get them checked regularly. If you have SLE or even if you don't, but especially for patients with SLE, it is important that we get our eyes checked before we go on HCQ and while we're on HCQ and even when we go off. It is important. Don't neglect your sight or your health. Make your appointment today to see your eye doctor. You know, um, for those who have state insurance, it may be hard for you to find an ophthalmologist to have your eyes checked because there exists a stigma within the medical community. And I'm not saying that all doctors are like this, but most are. They do not like to accept patients who have state insurance such as Medicaid, Medi-Cal, whatever your state that you're in calls it. And if there are any physicians out there that's listening to my podcast, do you consider it a breach of your contract when when I state contract when you took that Hippocratic oath 
I would like to place a call to action to doctors. It doesn't make any difference of your socioeconomic background. There are millions of people who are suffering from some sort of chronic illness who are in need of your help. Now, I understand that state insurance, the turnaround time for the physician to get paid from the insurance is a lengthy one. And it can become a hassle. But you're turning away human beings who are looking for you to help them. So, my plea to you is help them. See, it doesn't make any difference your status in life. You know where you come from, but you don't know where you're going. So please help the patients. Don't always think of it as how much we can get from the insurance off of of patients. Help. That's my my call to action. I'm asking you to please help those who are in need. Well, that's the end of my podcast today. And I hope that you found it informative. Just know that I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to let you give up dealing with this illness. So you have to stay strong and you have to fight. Now, I have to go and discuss with my family whether or not that I'm if I'm going to have an operation or not. Um, And I'll tell you about that a little bit further down the road. But hope that this has been an informative podcast. I hope that you realize that Um, I care about you and I care about that you become informed and empowered but before I go I want to tell you this I received a call from a young lady who has SLE lupus And she said to me, she said, I just want you to know 
that I've been going through some things and that's why I hadn't called you because I consider you as a big sister and I know if I would have told you what I was going through you would have fussed at me and told me to let it roll off my back and keep it moving forward so I thought about the words that you always said to me you may get down but you don't give up because you get back up to fight another day and she's getting herself together and she also told me that I was like a big sister to her someone who is not gonna sugarcoat anything and I told her yeah I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything to you and I said I'm gonna give it to you point blank and if I hurt your feelings feelings are made to be hurt but you will get over it and you will get up and fight and never give up so I thought that was sweet of her to call just to check in with me to let me know that she is okay and she's been doing as I suggested to her to fight and to never give up. So that's it for me. I want you though to have a most peaceful, positive, and oh so blessed weekend. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story. Living with Lupus. I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget, now I've told you how to call in and leave me a message. See you next week.
and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you.